Welcome to Paranormal Things. I'm your host Keith from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're on a ghost adventure where they are now. This private home in Oakdale, California has something dark happening inside. It seems that every man who has lived in this house has died an untimely death. Most recently, the homeowner's son. I'd like you to just start off and uh, tell me why we're here, how we can help you, and I would like for you to tell me about the tragedy that occurred a little over a month ago. I had a 27-year-old son who was autistic, very high-functioning. This last June, decided to see his father for Father's Day, and his father took him out and taught him how to load and fire a gun. A short while after, Michael went over to my father's house and took an antique 38. And then Michael came home and went in the bathroom and shot himself in the head. For what reason? Did it say? Did he say? We went back to see. I definitely feel he's still here. He's, don't give me enough time he's to around. I don't feel the anxiety around him that I did before. I do feel a, a little more calmness. Um, I'm not sure why, but I do. And I was afraid at first to sell my house for the fear that he might be stuck here. But I think he'll be wherever I'm at. Karen hasn't been able to go into the bathroom where Michael ended his life just over a month ago, but has suggested we go together. That's the bullet hole. You still have the bullet hole in the, the wall? The needs to be removed from the house. I won't ever use that bathroom again. And it's really hard to come out of my room and not see my son coming out of his room or see him standing up there in his favorite spot. And every day, it's just really, really hard him not being here. It's been almost 13 months to the day since Michael passed. It never gets easier. Um, but I definitely feel him here all the time when I come. He's always here. It's not well, really it an anxious um, As feeling anymore. It's more of a calmness with him. So I, I, I lost my mother like again. It gets easy after a while. Peaceful wherever he's at. And be peaceful with it because he will follow like, her. As I begin making my way up it's the stairs to try to capture Michael's voice, I'm not prepared for the emotional event that is about to occur. Michael, can you see us? It helped me to validate that it was definitely Yeah, him. so there was closure, I think, in that regard. When it first happened, the, the energy here was so strong that a few people wouldn't even come through the door. Very strong. This in fact, a couple mentioned. weeks after filming, my husband was here a lot helping her paint Michael's room. And her and Crises him were in the room down. and the door, there was footsteps in the hallway. 
and then the door almost hit him in the head, but it stopped. The woman tried to talk to her son. Baseboard, and it just stuck right and before it got out, to him. Out of the spirit and box came his voice. She started talking to Michael. She started talking she to said, Michael. She said it sounded just it's like just Michael can be a little ornery occasionally. Watch very closely what happens to this front door that's been open for over 15 minutes. What just happened? The door slammed. Shut or something by itself. You gotta go check the bunker. See if there's air. Somebody just come up, open and close this door? No. No. We've been out front this entire time. For at least five, ten minutes. The door just opened and closed. We just saw it at nerve center. Oh. One of you guys came in on. No, 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 he thought it was great. He loved it. So one of these days, me and the girls are going to make a trip over there. And I'm not going to take all of him because I was adamant. I grew up Catholic that everybody gets buried. And then my daughter said, I need him here, Mom. So I said, if you guys really need that. And I'm, I'm actually glad they Catholic talked me into it. Catholic supposed to be buried whole. When his birthday came around, and you shouldn't burn I didn't your body. have him. I got to hold him. When Mother's Day came around, I got to hold him. And I wouldn't have that, and I buried him. And it was very meaningful to Bill. He's now an iron on him. him like that. So I was kind of glad they changed my mind. On the chimney. Memory of Michael S. Let's go to part two. Trying to get there. For a limited time, send the perfect holiday gift at a very special price. Every Omaha steak is aged 21 days for unmatched for tenderness and delivered with a 100% money this back guarantee. 20 amazing dinners plus story. size this and dessert. So what do you know about Captain Reynolds? I know he spent a long time in the Air Force. Go, go, go! He's typewriter in the Gulfstream aircraft fleet. Speaks five languages. Arigato. Shukran. Merci. WSJ.com. There's no piano in the building, although there have been many occasions of people hearing piano music coming from different rooms no when you go to investigate it. It's now moved to house. a different area, and you follow that and go Very there, and, and you know the piano music now is downstairs or something of that nature. In the town of Seymour, a Connecticut community comprised of about sixteen thousand people, stands a three-story home from the nineteenth century. Local industrialist William Henry Harrison Wooster built the home in eighteen ninety-four. It was most recently used as a restaurant called Carousel Gardens. Along with all the classic features of a Queen Anne-style home, rounded turret, bay windows, and wraparound porch, to the 20-room mansion includes a large kitchen, dining area, and bar. It is also rumored to have ghosts. 
Paul Sharafa bought the home in the 1990s, opened the restaurant, and lived there with his wife. Ghost a lifelong believer in ghosts, Mr. Sharafa says his experiences at the Wooster home have confirmed his beliefs. Friendly bats, he says, have followed him from room to room and then disappeared. Money, particularly dimes, has materialized from out of nowhere. And strangers he believes to have been apparitions have dined at the restaurant. Mr. Sharafa believes they were spirits because they knew more information about the original owners than they should. We'd continuously ask them questions, and then it was time for them to go. They would leave, and then we'd have one more question, and we'd walk out. There'd be no car, there'd be nothing. There'd be no footprints. The person was just gone. The Woosters had one son and five daughters. Mr. Wooster and his son Horace are thought to haunt the home, but the youngest child, Helena Ruth, is said to be the it most prominent ghost victorious. in the house. I think that this this place gave her a sense older, of um, who she was in this town are, and, and in her lifetime. And, square. and it's a safe place for today. her to be. And it, and it I think, it gives her a purpose society. in the afterlife. The home has attracted ghost hunters who, with their psychic abilities and electronic equipment, say they have discovered the home is made of more than brick and mortar. We're constantly... Um, tripping up or down the stairs as they got to this area. That's because they believe there's a vortex that serves as an entryway to the spirit world. So, they moved it. It was right in this area here. Um, it just was sh sort of shifted over. And um, it's, it's um, a lot of metaphysical energy work. Emotional or unresolved issues sometimes cause spirits to stay in the human world, Miss Kent says. Noting some that Mr. Wooster is bound to the home he wanted to remain believe. within the family. When you, you die decide. and you ask in writing for something to be done, and it's you know just blatantly violated, uh, I could see why WSJ. he might come back and, and uh, be a little upset. Just yesterday, Nicole Hall of Connecticut Soul Seekers says she heard a voice while setting up equipment for an investigation. I heard my name called. So I said, what? And it, it wasn't, you know, any of the other people that had called my name. Um, second floor area, looking around, seeing where we're going to put the cameras. And I heard a voice say, let's see. And it was none of my teammates that had said it. Mr. Sharafa, who bought the home for $200,000, closed the restaurant and retired in January. Despite his personal affinity for the ghosts, he listed the home for $500,000 and just sold it for $360,000. Mr. Sharafa says he is unsure what the new owner will do with the property. One possibility is to raise and develop it. Marion O'Keefe, interim curator for the Seymour Historical Society, says it would be a loss if it were torn down. This is the history of Seymour and a major part of the history with both Worcester's and the Matthews family. And it would be a shame to have this to, to be lost, especially where it's right off of Main Road. This is ghost number two. It. It's a greeting into the side of the city of how historic we are. Mr. Sharafa and the paranormalists also think Ruth would not take kindly to losing the house. Personal opinion, if she's been here this long and she loved this place that much and she's really attached, I wouldn't see any good possibilities for whoever's going to put a business or a strip mall or anything here. I, I think she would wreak havoc. <laughs> for some, these stories are just that, a fun Halloween tale. I usually find a logical reason. If a door slams, the wind took it. <laughs> For the Wall Street Journal, I'm Sushil Chima. There you are. Two short stories about um, different uh, 
son, a mother's love for her son through ghost adventures and another woman who liked uh, her house back in the day, like in the 1800s. So whatever you see these, um, we'll have them on uh, Paranormal Things. And I'd like to have your support. And another thing, sleep tight.